0: Oh yeah. Will you wake up in the morning?
1: Ooh, buddy. Hit the snooze again. Hit in that snooze. Got biscuits on the table. Some sort of fun marshmallow popcorn. Yes. Where did this come Let from? The oh, actually from
0: that cookbook Diana gave shine Oh a light light on. really?
1: Yeah. That's a good cookbook. Let the special. It's special. it has a lot of colorful shine food in it. <laughs>
0: Everybody. You got dialed in to KKU, KKU, 88.5, the voice of Maui! And you got it in the one, the only, Biscuits and Gravy Show! Oh yeah. The man you trusted isn't wavy gravy at all! It we was I. have got one heck of a doozy for you today.
1: We've got one heck of a show for you guys today.
0: And There's so much to talk here?
1: about. Let's give him something to talk about.
0: Vince, I am so elated to be here in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater this morning. I am so dedicated to this TV show that Wait, does he I late.
1: It mean you show up late. Yes,
0: <laughs> I waked and baked the biscuit and gravy way. Okay, so I want everyone to set your ovens to four twenty because we're going to be cooking up a lot of fun in the studio kitchen this morning. We've got so much
1: to talk about today. Oh, yeah! yeah.
0: we got to cram jam it in, baby. Lick it before you stick it.
1: Got, what uh, are we going to
0: talk about today's We've got to talk
1: about Hotel Wailea, yeah. the restaurant mm-hmm. that I ate at last night. No kids allowed in a lovely segment we call
0: Gluttony Club. We've
1: got a lot of stuff to talk about for global politics, which I know you love to Nothing talk about.
0: geopolitics and home-cooked conversation <laughs> here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show.
1: Also... There's so much to talk about in for spoiler alert.
0: Isn't there some sort movie of like demon, and TV news radioactive Japanese fox?
1: Yeah, a nine tail fox demon escaped from its rock prison. Um and we're gonna and do a deep dive into that one later.
0: What are you gonna spoil for <laughs> us on spoiler alert?
1: Maybe we'll talk about Nightmare Alley. Oh, okay. A little film new or perhaps the new uh the new South Park episode. Uh,
0: so good.
1: If we have time left, we've got we've got a uh, lizard-based conspiracy to talk we about. We have
0: to fit in our lizard-based conspiracy for
1: for to. all the true fans out mm-hmm. there. All the true biscuitiers want to hear. This is quite what a tasty conspiracy because it involves COVID and lizard people. Who doesn't love if that? You believe in them bull. And then of course. There's uh, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. shee hoo Which is where Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. I is you the ask,
0: smartest buffalo in the room.
1: If you want to try to stump the buffalo, send us an email to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's
0: thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com.
1: And we'll try to stump Chuck live on the air. Chee-hoo! Now, there was no open mic last night.
0: No, we've been plugging the show for free. As it happens, Vincent Fody, the Biscuit and Gravy Show, we sometimes are too hot to handle, okay? I think it
1: got too much of a biscuit bump.
0: We give people the biscuit bump and sometimes they take that biscuit bump and they bump it up.
1: Yeah, because we were we were plugging that open mic show, plugging and, it hard and, bro. And uh, there was like there was like 60 people at the open mic the other week.
0: Yeah, that's a so lot of people. <laughs> I would say there were 70 something people even.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, like 60-70 people. So that was that's a lot for like a speakeasy open mic. so it was quite a good time uh we are going to do it is it every other week or are we waiting to move into the new venue i think we're waiting Uh, but so we uh we're on a little hiatus Mm -hmm. for open mic but we are going to be moving into there's like a venue behind there too so put the
0: high in hiatus
1: so keep your eyes peeled on the social media we'll be letting you know what's going on with that up and coming (laughs) stuff what's going on let's talk about tattoos day (laughs) <laughs> let's do it bro every tuesday i get a new tattoo i call it Tattoos Day.
0: wow that's a lot of, now are you two for two on tuesdays
1: i am I'm two for two so this is two tuesdays in a row i got a new two tattoo tuesdays and that uh, spoiler alert Tattoo's tuesday gets old real fast <laughs> yeah you're gonna take a break you think <laughs> i think so <laughs> two weeks in a row of Did getting you get tattoos any
0: tattoos on Tatooine?
1: Ah! I should get a Tatooine tattoo on Tattoos Day. Yeah, That you would should. be very fun. Just get, like, just, like, a very minimalistic, like, two suns.
0: Now, last week was also Ash Wednesday, which made was the it? day before Fat Tuesday.
1: Wait, it's that time of year already? Yeah. Wow. So, as so, you know,
0: guys, Easter... Uh, which we celebrate the death of Jesus Christ. Wait, so... It I was, celebrate his death every day. I love
1: celebrating the death of Jesus. Love it! Nothing makes me happier than, than, celebrating than seeing that dude up on the, the cross. the death of
0: Jesus Christ. Because... His death date is
1: different every
0: year because of the his moon. His death date? <laughs> So <laughs> when the moon hits your eyes, like a big pizza pie, that means Easter is later <laughs> in the year. Is that what, it, is that it what is. it's based on? Yeah, All it's right. based on like the moon and, you know... That's cool. Because the priests also have colored garbs that they wear, you know? And they change that color based Wait, on the Wait, so
1: you're saying that Tattoos Day was Fat Tuesday? Yes. So I had a Fat Tuesday Tattoos Day? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes me so happy. That was very succinct. Let's talk about that fox demon. I've
0: been waiting for you to bring this up, Vincent Fody. All right. For those of you just dialing into to KAKU, KAKU88.5,
1: the voice of Maui. Is fox going to kill communism? Okay. So there was this stone in, like, a national park in Japan somewhere. Uh-huh. Hold on, there's and
0: national parks in other countries?
1: I I think so.
0: Do they know about this?
1: They're not our national parks.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, hold on. Might have gotten a little too excited. They're not
1: our national parks. Okay. They're just the, there's, it, it's a park, okay. okay? And so it's a part <laughs> it's a park that has a lot of, like, volcanic stuff going on. So there's a stone where it's called the Killing Stone because, like, volcanic <sighs> gas leaks out of it. And so they're like, don't go near the stone because it's, it's radioactive or something, right?
0: Okay. And uh, <laughs> I it don't was. Hear what? And
1: so, according to Japanese legend, uh, the stone contained a spirit, which was the uh, a nine-tailed fox demon that would that would shapeshift into the form of beautiful ladies. And we're talking about a
0: shape-shifting demon
1: we are talking about a shape-shifting demon much like the lizard people a that we know and love nine tails it was a fox uh, a fox with n- a nine-tailed fox demon shapeshifter Ooh, that would turn fox demon. that was known for turning into ladies and seducing people but Ooh. also corrupting Foxy. dictators ladies. in China the okay. Japanese radioactive swamp and so gas. and so like just a couple days ago they noticed that the rock, had mysteriously split open and so now it's possible we've got a nine-tailed fox demon on the loose possibly causing the situation in ukraine it may have taken over vladimir putin and is causing (laughs) geopolitical turmoil Okay, Tumult, now, if you will, if if you were Mitt Romney.
0: Ancient rock theorists agree okay. that the rock was split open and that a nine-tailed demon fox may have
1: escaped. Ancient, what what you say? Ancient rock theorists. Yes. <laughs> they talk about agree. Led Zeppelin and stuff. They agree. That's the a like Classic was... rock and then ancient rock and then there's Japanese national park rocks. Ancient
0: <laughs> pop rock. Hey, all right.
1: was like, dude, this is how you get Naruto. <laughs> no, are you concerned? And then what's worse, his son,
0: Baruto. Yeah,
1: Naruto's son's name is Baruto? Yeah, dog. <laughs> Who's writing this? <laughs> <laughs> but the, the nine-tailed, ancient, shapeshifting fox demon's name is Tamamo no May. Ooh, okay. And, uh, it sounds
0: a lot like Marissa Tomei, does she shape-shift into her? Because she's a foxy lady.
1: She is a foxy lady. She's and a foxy lady! Marissa Tomei appears to not age, so it's possible. Oh, snap. Ooh, is is Marissa Tomei a shape-shifting nine-tailed fox demon?
0: We're just asking questions here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Is Marissa Tomei a nine-tailed fox lady
1: from Iraq, from Japan? Wait, Tamamo nome and who does she play in Spider-Man? <gasps> Aunt May? let no, all coming, it's together. coming together! Oh man.
0: man. The webs are getting sticky. <laughs> it's all connected
1: here, folks, okay?
0: We've uncovered it. So it's a little too much like Aunt mm. May.
1: Mm. Oh man. I'm concerned.
0: I'm and as you should be, and <laughs> listeners of the biscuits and or gravy show, okay? If you're concerned, give us a call at eight oh eight eight seven
1: three thirty four thirty five. I'm concerned. I also don't want there to be a World War Three. I know we like to joke a lot about World War III, but I don't want there to be a World War III. Mostly no. because I'm not. If they, I'm not going to war. You know what I'm down Could, for though. Hold on. Could you imagine oh. what situation? <laughs> what would have to happen to make you go to war?
0: Like in Saving Private Ryan, he's like a 45 year old English teacher. Right. Like, what would make 45 year old like, English in the teachers day when we were today fighting. go into war? Hmm. What would make 35 year old broadcast journalists <laughs> go into war today
1: okay. that's being very generous <laughs> <laughs> calling yourself a broadcast journalist um, yeah what would like i mean like they we don't even give our veterans health care <laughs> let alone our citizens no like what like <laughs> no, <we don't. laughs> has america ever done anything that would make you want to go to war and fight and die for this country I
0: don't know. Uh, let's see here. Nope. Can't think of
1: anything. I don't know. Taco Tuesday.
0: That's not an American thing, though, Vincent Fody. <laughs> it has
1: to be. I don't think. What I mean. do you think? What do you think? Like, Mexico invented Taco Tuesday? I don't think so. I don't what's know. The, what's, what's, the Mexi- what's the Spanish word for Tuesday? Miracles? Nobody knows. Nobody yeah, knows. Yeah. Miracles. Yeah. That, it doesn't even make sense. It would have to be like... Hey, Siri.
0: What's Tuesday <laughs> in Spanish?
1: It would have to be like masa miracles, where they just eat masa. Okay, it's Martes. And Martes. I would love a masa, masa Martes. Martes. Yeah, dog, masa Martes that's sounds a, delicious. It's corn flour. Yeah, Martes. I love masa. We yeah. were just talking about that last week on the show, baby. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Also, it turned out that John Bolton confirmed the fact that Vladimir Putin was waiting for Donald Trump to get a second term so that uh, Donald Trump would re- uh, pull out of NATO, which was something that we called on the show last week. Yeah. And then, and then John Bolton then, lo and confirmed behold, it. behold,
0: there's a New York Times
1: article about it. Yeah, so we scooped the New York Times, guys. Scoop. There it Biscuits is. Biscuits and gravy scooped the New York Times. We're
0: always one step out of the shoeshine here. <laughs> now, oh, Trump wanted NATO because we, we spend money for NATO, right? And then he was like, let's save some money on NATO, and also there would be less money to fight Russia if Russia were
1: to do Just like he wanted. wanted to save money on the pandemic prevention team, and yes. so he dismantled and that. That and succeeded that, real well. <laughs> that was fine. Everything worked out yep. just fine, Chuck. Or Flint, Michigan wanted to save money on
0: a water bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That worked out real well for them. Yeah. Whoa, that sound can be one thing and one thing only. It is time for Biscuits and or Gravy News. Right here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show with Chuck <laughs> Sauce and Vince
1: from On the BGN Network. Okay, Biscuits <clears throat> and or Gravy News Live is brought to us. Biscuits
0: and Gravy <laughs> headquarters.
1: <laughs> right here in downtown Kahului in the Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. <laughs> Biscuits and Gravy News today is brought to us by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. It's frankly the best. Today's show is underwritten in part by a
0: lovely community minded <laughs> celebrity sponsor, Meryl Street's Street Sweepers.
1: They'll clean up in hours. Today's show is also provided in part by Robert Downey Jr.'s Down Jackets. They'll keep you warm even when the temperature is less than zero. <laughs> You don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure out that these are quality jackets. All righty. Robert Downey Jr.'s Down Jackets. And of course, funding for
0: the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes from our good friends down at Jim Croce's Spice Rack.
1: <laughs> when you need to keep time in a bottle. If I could keep time in a bottle, if I, I could would.
0: I Using Jim Crosby's Spice Rack.
1: If <laughs> I, I had, could read keep... one more.
0: All right. <laughs> Today's show is underrated. That's one of my faves. Winona Riders Horses. When you're looking for something to mount.
1: Think Winona Ryder. I always do. Think we all have. <laughs> okay. So this week for Biscuits and or Gravy News, I've got bad news for you, Chuck. You got bad biscuit news? I know this is hard to believe, but there's actually some bad news it's going on right now. good biscuit
0: news is the biscuit bump, is bad biscuit news the biscuit dump? That's the biscuit dump. This is the biscuit dump right here on KAKU. So,
1: unfortunately, as Whoa. we mentioned before, Whoa. this whole uh, w- Ukrainian-Russian war is, co- is having some negative reverberations that may even be affecting you and I, Chuck, and biscuits and or gravy.
0: That's not true, actually, because my line of ba- bomb-proof <laughs> pancakes have been skyrocketing through the roof. Oh, yeah? So times like this, as you know, I'm a co-owner of Patriot Pantry. If
1: you own gold or Patriot Pancake Mix, yeah. <laughs> your investment is going through the roof right now.
0: If you own like a, a pawn re- Retail place It's going up right now It's good to be a bail bondsman Oh well. yeah Definitely Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're telling me There's some bad news In the world right now
1: Yeah So unfortunately I didn't know this But Ukraine and Russia Actually produce 14% of the world's wheat Of the world's wheat No And 0% no. of the world's Joss Wheatons <laughs> <laughs> But, but they Will wheat well, No <laughs> And one okay. percent of the world's will wheatens. Will wheatens. So yeah. So uh, so yes. Ukraine or Russia produce fourteen percent of the world's wheat, which means that because of all these sanctions and the the unrest going on over there, biscuit prices may be going up. Wow. Aren't you upset about this, Chuck? Nothing makes me more angry than these
0: biscuit prices going up. In fact, I've actually seen in uh, the bakeries already, people are putting stickers of Putin on the prices of bread
1: saying, I did this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So is that similar to the gas pump stuff that's going on here And then, of course, next to it is a picture of Marissa
0: Tomei. and a fox out,
1: <laughs> A fox outfit saying, saying I did this? <laughs> ancient rock theorists agree. <laughs> ancient rock I theorists. Ancient Marissa rock Tomei theorists is agreed. to blame for higher biscuit prices.
0: You heard it here first, folks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I woke up this morning, I was looking at the news, and I saw that Russia had bombed a Ukrainian children's hospital and left it in rubble. Yeah. And I thought to myself, what is this gonna do to biscuit prices? <laughs> 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 it's
0: gonna it's gonna increase biscuit
1: prices also all right so <laughs> here's even dumber news okay so this so <laughs> so Vladimir Putin has had even stupider and even more devastating consequences throughout the world all right and it all has to do with Putin. so of course so <laughs> okay so remember I don't know if you remember last week we mentioned on the show in French the word poutine is spelled P-U-T-I-N. Of course. So. And then how do we spell the dictator slash fox lover? Uh, <laughs> that would be also be P U T I M. Interesting, it's what the so, French
0: call poutine.
1: The French call this poutine. So unfortunately, uh, poutine, which, as we know, is a Canadian delicacy, which is French fries, gravy, and cheese curds. Yes, which real is, delicacy. It's a real delicacy. One. It's the Canadian version of garbage fries.
0: Yeah, And which they are so good!
1: Which are very delicious. And mm-hmm. we all love poutine. We all do. Right? And if you don't love poutine... You're a dirty communist. Dirt, the dirtiest. <laughs> okay. The dirtiest. <laughs> You're a dirty anti-Canadian... Well, I actually don't like Canadians, but... Mm, that's, okay. that's a different story. Ryan Reynolds is pretty sexy, though. Yeah, he's a good Canadian. He's good. He's a Canuck I like guy. Norm Macdonald. He's a Canuck guy. I like, I like Norm Macdonald. Mm-hmm. So anyway, French Canada has a lot of French people in it. Yeah, don't say. And French restaurants, which means that there's a lot of restaurants out there that have a menu that has something on it called P-U-T-I-N. And so some of these restaurants have actually... This is something dumb that like Americans would do. Oh, but... when we changed it from French fries to freedom so, fries. But I guess Canadians can be just as dumb as Americans. So people we're are getting far away. People are getting mad. I I mean I guess they're just like colder Americans. <laughs> they had that whole trucker convoy, convoy, The dumb dumb parade of truckers that were. So I mean I guess us in Canada are a little bit. I think COVID's getting everybody. You know, that's the wheat belt, too. Biscuits are about to skyrocket. Canada, rice. you're supposed to be better than this. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so anyway, people have been there's been some backlash against restaurants that haven't taken poutine off the menu because they're Come saying on. because it's spelled P-U-T-I-N that somehow you're su- you're supporting Vladimir Putin. And if so, anything,
0: eating Putin would be a symbol that you want to eat Putin.
1: Yeah. I mean, and also, what poutine does to your digestive system is analogous of what Vladimir Putin is doing to the geopolitical stage right now. So I, I don't I don't understand it, and i i I would think that people would be under able to understand the fact that poutine is not Vladimir Putin. It's just a delicious dish, but unfortunately, <laughs> poutine is getting canceled. So we have Vladimir Putin to blame for restaurants taking poutine off the menu this is a travesty chuck i think this
0: actually is you know what the tipping point we're probably going to invade this is <laughs> actually
1: <laughs> this could be what could get me to go to <laughs>
0: yeah this is the tipping point right <laughs> here right now you've heard of the children's crusade okay <laughs> now we're talking french fries and gravy crusade so- <laughs>
1: I guess if I was pushed, if I had to go to war, if something could get me to want to take up they're, arms. They're going to look back the absence at, of at World could War be, I. They're going to look at France,
0: Ferdinand. World War 3 they're going to look at cheesy fries, Vincent Vodi. <laughs> so,
1: do you think this is some sort of like restaurant-based false flag operation to, com- to trick us into going to war? Clearly. <laughs> they're like, how can we get biscuits and gravy on our side? We've
0: uncovered something deep. Okay. <laughs> Oh,
1: alright. This is the this is the worst don't spit out your this is, coffee. This is the <laughs> This is the the worst case of a delicious food getting cancelled due to geopolitics since Hitler fries. Ah, <laughs> remember remember how, Hitler fries. Remember how delicious Hitler fries were? They were double fries. They, they were so good. <laughs> the little mustache. Yeah. So good. Oh
0: Hitler fries. They, were, they
1: had sauerkraut. They were so and, yummy. And
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not going to make any jokes about they were, how. They were
1: not kosher. It was like sauerkraut and bacon. Yeah. They, right. <laughs> and so uh, I was doing some research, Chuck. All the fries were. I don't, know, in I don't know if you know this, but there's actually a long and sad history of food products being canceled because they sound like other murderous dictators. <sighs>
0: I'm this. It's very upsetting, as you know. I want to cancel, cancel food
1: culture, Vincent. Foni. I want to cancel, cancel food culture. I want exactly. to cancel, cancel food. Why are culture. we the food? Did not do anything to you. No. Except, well, actually, the poutine food. has probably given a lot of people heart disease. Good. Is the number they one killer it. in America. Whatever. Nobody deserves heart disease. I mean, everybody deserves eat, to have if you're poutine. Eating
0: a KFC hot tub full of gravy. <laughs> Maybe you deserve heart disease. A, maybe. maybe, yes. All
1: right, you want to hear? You want to hear my list of? So these are food food. This is real, Chuck. Mm-hmm. These are real food products that were canceled because they sound similar to murderous dictators. Okay. Okay. All right. So obviously the first one, dictator tots. Of course, those were <laughs> dictator tots. I'm, I'm all right. When you say it like that, I'm not that no dictator about, tots. <laughs> I'm not that upset about them being canceled when you say it like that. <laughs> we can say but, dictator tots. But dictator tots were very... It was. I was very sad to see them go. We also had uh, Chairman Malamars. Okay. Chairman Malamars. Yep. Uh, got, there was... Got what you did there. Sloppy Joseph Stalin's. You know what?
0: Sloppy Joseph Stalin's were so good, yet you cooked that, that sauce down. There
1: was wasn't a- that much meat on the buns. No. Very was- little... They, were, no. they, they told were, you it was a lot. They were scarce, but they were delicious. How about Meatball Hirohito? Our
0: our Japanese-Italian favorite over here. What a cross-culture of food that was. Me- that's
1: Italian-Japanese, Meatball Hirohito. Uh, we also had uh, Vladimir Lemon Cakes. Interesting. Vladimir Lemon Cakes. I was sad to see those go. Uh, Sedominos Pizza.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Do you remember the Sedominos Pizza? They wow. delivered it and, Th- right, and to ha- yeah. right to your foxhole right to your foxhole whoa it all oh tied no okay.
1: sedomino <laughs> they had appetizers of mass destruction sedomino's pizza yeah you should've seen what it did to my toilet sedomino's oh, pizza i remember sedomino's pizza okay there's ho chi minestrone
0: <laughs> of course you can't search for that on uh, reddit actually ho chi minestrone ho
1: chi minestrone it was so sad to see that go i yeah. was always a big fan you had uh, leopold pork Good, I like it. <laughs> Kim Jong Unagi.
0: You know what? Can we still get Kim Jong Unagi in some places? I
1: think you can get it in Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. Big fans of Kim Jong Unagi. Yeah, we shouldn't be because uh, of the missile scare. <laughs> they don't have whatever. it in. They don't have it in North Korea. No. You can get it here. There's also uh, pole pot pie. Oh, man. Oh, so delicious pole pot pie. Mm. Remember pole pot pie? Yep. I'm. Um, I was so sad to see it go. That's that's I'm really worried that the president of France is gonna mess up because he's that's Macron. Yeah, and I know. I can't One stop of my favorite I can't stop eating macarons. No. So he better like be on his best. He better, better be on his best behavior. So macaroons are technically the the coconut ones. Yeah. But then there's also macarons, which are the little sandwich. Oh, that's what flour, I like. The almond flour sandwich ones. Oh, no. So, the whole time. so popularly, those are known as macarons, but technically, those are called macarons. Oh, technically,
0: buffalo are really bison. That's Whoa, why,
1: Ma- macron, president macron, you're, you're on, on notice. You better behave yourself because yeah. we cannot stop eating macarons. Ice cream, ice cream sun. Ice cream son, off Hitler? I don't There's, no, there's no good Hitler dessert I mean, puns. Hitler there's no good Hitler food puns. If you can come up with a good Hitler food pun, give us a call, <laughs> 808-873-3435. We wanna hear from you.
0: We'll give you a coupon for buy one, get one free uh, biscuits and gravy, available at any Denny's.
1: I no, love I like Ho Chi Minestrone. Yeah. Don't tell anybody, but I still make it from time to time. <laughs>
0: Okay. (laughs) That was brought to us
1: by Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs. Make your eggs, Benedict. All right. So that segment is called Dictator Toss. Dictator Toss is brought to us by Michael Douglas's Fur Burgers. Warning, may cause throat cancer. And also by Alexander Skarsgård's anti-scar Cream. Guard against scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård.
0: And listeners like
1: you. All right, Chuck, do you want to take a little break? I would love to take a little break. I want to
0: remind our listeners that we
1: are broadcasting live we've, from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. We've got a lot to talk about when we come back after the break. We're going to do some Gluttony Club. We've got a lot to talk about for Spoiler Alert. And maybe if we got time, we'll do a little Conspiracy Cookbook. And, of course, Chuck Stuff, <sighs> the Knowledge Buffalo. Gee-hoo! All coming up after the break. After the break. It's all coming up after these messages. And we're back! <laughs> <laughs> Tony! We can't play the commercials. Do you have to check the checkbox? Yeah, I did. Today's show is brought to us by James Brown Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag at James Brown Scrotal Transplant Center. It's a man's world!
0: Today's show is underwritten in part by Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. I'm going to read another end. Why don't we listen to our sponsors from another country? Our sister stations, if you will. Today's show is underwritten apart by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. <laughs> Available in Canada. <laughs>
1: Get your next Umberbatch from Cumberbatch. From Cumberbatch.
0: Not the beast! Ah!
1: All right, so let's hear from uh, one of our sister stations, which is always one of my favorites Spaghetti and Meatballs. Oh, I love it. I love Spaghetti and Meatballs. So we're going to hear from, sp- from Spaghetti and Meatballs, and then we'll be right back after she these did. messages. Buongiorno signore e signori Do you like the cooking? Do you like the comedy? How about the cooking? If so, join us every Wednesday at 11 for spaghetti and meatballs Enjoy segments like Comedy Bistro Mangia Mangia And Chuck the Italian Knowledge Stallion So tune in every Wednesday at 11 to 88.5 WHOP The Voice have a Hello! Do you like cooking? Do you like comedy? How about cooking once more? Well tune in every Wednesday at 11 Greenwich Mean Time for Tea and Crumpets on BRIT The Voice of Crumpets!
0: Yeah, buddy. All right, we're back. We're back in the hot studio known as the Biscuits and Gravy
1: Amphitheater right here on 333 Dairy Road in beautiful downtown Maui. (laughs) Where we, the radio station, seems to be having some sort of technical difficulties. That doesn't Uh, affect us at all. uh, So if you're listening at home at Spotify, you won't notice a thing Mm -hmm. because I will have edited all that out. What's so funny? I think it's Marissa Tomei. This,
0: it probably is the ghost of Marissa Tomei. Isn't it Tomei? weird that
1: any time that we like get onto some real deep conspiracy stuff, the the radio station always has some sort of like technical difficulty. When I talk or we about water,
0: of... we literally got kicked off the air. Yeah,
1: one time we were talking about Hillary Clinton, and they played a uh, emergency broadcast system test over our over our radio. Yeah, show. they didn't play it <laughs> any other radio station on island during that time period. <laughs> Only our radio show <laughs> our radio do they show. just,
0: like, start playing the emergency broadcast.
1: So there you go, guys. You have it. Proof that Marissa Tomei is a shape-shifting nine-tailed fox demon who is causing geopolitical unrest across the globe. So is Putin being seduced? Tony, are you wearing a Cobra Kai shirt? We've got plenty of our own sponsors, Tony. We don't need to play any of our of those fake sponsors. We've got plenty yeah, like, of our own sponsors like Tim the, Allen's Wrenches, the great the for turning. Team state's evidence. Today's show is underwritten in part by Mark Hamill's hammers. Got a big project to tackle? It's Hamill <laughs> time. And also, oh, here's a classic, Taylor Swift's overnight alterations. Sometimes you need a Taylor and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift.
0: Use the force of Mark Hamill's hammers. Yes, okay.
1: All right, so why don't we get into one of my favorite segments of the entire show, a little segment we like to call gluttony club i've been waiting
0: for this moment my whole darn life is it voting as you know the show is a lifetime the show is about comedy the show is about marissa tomei being stuck inside a rock in japan and exploding
1: (laughs) that exploded she did explode that rock and is now it only makes on the loose i've exploded to her a couple times too Uh, as have i in the wrestler Oh my! How way. does she still look that good? So good! She looked good back in the back in like the my cousin Vinny days when she was winning Oscars. <sighs> now she's Aunt May and she still looks amazing. So good! Gotta now, love gotta love Marissa Tomei. We are contractually obligated, Vincent Fodi to do the
0: cooking part of this comedy show.
1: Right, cooking right? and comedy, Watch watching stuff st- on hold TV. On, let me play the song. So you that, do it, bro. Uh, cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, pouring conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. All right. All right. So for Gluttony Club, let's couple do a little a couple follow-ups. Yeah. Um, last week I was talking about making uh, fermented onions. Oh yeah. And kimchi, and also some hot sauce.
0: Hot sauce connection part two.
1: Yeah. And so uh, the the hot sauce that I made, uh, it I it I have one that's still fermenting. I have one that's done, which is which has been pretty good. It's got a it's got a nice bright flavor to it. So I've been putting it on like chicken and eggs and stuff in the morning, which I really like. I have one that I'm going to ferment for a month, so it won't be ready for, like, another couple weeks.
0: Now, as you ferment it, the heat goes down. But heat, the flavor. Heat goes
1: down. Pro the flavor goes hands. up. Nice. And then uh, I also started another one the other day, cool. which is mango and habanero. The last one I did was star fruit and habanero, and so star now I've fruit. got a mango habanero one Ooh, in superstar. the works, so uh, I'm very excited to see how that's going to come out. The kimchi came out amazing. Honestly... Hands down, one of my favorite Kimchis that I've ever had. Is your own? I've made some Kimchis in the past, and this time I did some, like, sliced carrots that I mixed in with the kimchi. You're not usually a carrot boy. I'm not usually a carrot boy. That's why my eyes are so bad. No one's ever confused me for a rabbit. That's
0: actually misinformation, Vincent
1: Fody, okay? But I did cut up a carrot and ferment that along with the kimchi, and it gave it a fantastic flavor. There was a little bit of unagi sauce in there as well that yes. I put in there, and a little bit of fish sauce. Uh, so it all came together quite nicely. Uh, also, the fermented onions, I got, I'm going to go ahead and say, honestly, I like pickled onions better than the fermented onions uh-huh. the fermented onions have they still have sort of like a like a tangy pickled flavor but um it's a little bit more mild whereas when when i did like the standard pickled onions that you do you in vinegar you, you get do it. get that tangy zesty kick that you that is just so good so uh i'm gonna go ahead and say that I like pickled onions over the fermented onions, but other than that, everything else has been pretty much a slam dunk. Now, have you eaten any great restaurants this week? I have. Oh, you know what, first I want to talk about a couple things that were brought to us by Governor Chris Christie. Of course. Who is now president. President President. Chris Christie. She's the president of your life. Oh Uh, lord. So, she brought over something that I was very excited to try. She brought over to our house something called Starlight Coca-Cola. Yeah, what is Starlight? So, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. Coca-Cola re- released a flavor of Coke called Starlight Coca-Cola.
0: Starlight! stop right. And if you
1: look it up to find out what the flavor of Coca-Cola Starlight is, it says that it's a flavor that reminds you of sitting by a campfire and looking up at the stars. Which, what does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know what that means, um, but it doesn't have a smoky flavor to it. Because <laughs> most of the time, when you describe something as having like a campfire taste, it's usually like a smoky Scotch, like yeah. a very peaty Scotch. And
0: apparently, Coca Cola not making the Scotch flavored sodas.
1: Right. Uh, it's not. It wasn't like Lagavool and like I thought it was gonna taste. Why nice. would they say campfire <laughs> if there's no smoke? I don't know, but it does. I think some people have referred to it as like a minty berry, like mint berry crunch. Remember from South Park? <laughs> I had it. I don't know what it. Remember Mintberry like. Crunch was the was the, the 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 superhero kid that saved the day. Yes. So it does uh, Mint Berry it Crunch. does have like a Mint Berry Crunch uh, kind of vibe to it. It has a weird texture too when you drink it. It almost feels different on the tongue. It feels like you're taking a bite of cotton candy. There's some fruit juice in it too. It does have some fruit weird. juice. I feel like it's almost got like a Fruity Pebbles vibe it's to it. It's So bizarre. It's very bizarre and then uh but I gotta say so Diana did not like it <laughs> I actually did like it nice yeah it's it's a little it's a little weird but it does it's almost got like a cotton candy yeah it's hard to describe but Starlight Coca-Cola I'm gonna give it a thumbs up I actually enjoyed it and what else did uh, Governor Chris Christie bring over to the house not just Starlight Coca-Cola she also brought something that you lovingly referred to as Ham goo? Ham goo. Ham goo. That's right. So... We've talked about ham uh, croquettas before which are like on the show, deep-fried ham milkshakes, which we lovingly described as deep-fried ham milkshakes.
0: Ham goo is very similar to ham milkshakes.
1: Ha- yeah, it's uh it's it's pretty much like it's pimentos, cream cheese and ham in a yeah, blender. Yeah, it's like it's like whipped ham. So it's yeah. pretty much the same thing as like a ham croquetta, except you don't roll it up into a ball and fry it. It's just you use it as a paste and you can put it on a sandwich, you can eat it with a chip.
0: The the winner was uh, eating it on fried pickle
1: chips with Ooh, your hot sauce. Ooh, fried pickle chips! That was the winner. Or frickles, as they're frickles, affectionately called. As I know. Mm-hmm. By the way, w- one of the only places you can get frickles on island is at Gilligan's.
0: Gilligan's. I like all their chips. Which food. is on
1: the old the L A Air golf course. What's the name <laughs> of that golf course called now? It hasn't been L A Air in like tw- ten years. I don't years. even.
0: I've never heard of it. It's called LA, Maui Nui. Is what I think Maui
1: Nui, right? Yeah. It used to be called L A Air. Yeah. Which which is not, as I thought, the uh, Los Angeles airport. <laughs> uh, so you can go get some frickles over at Gilligan's, if you were so inclined, to eat frickles. I think they sell them at Costco also. Mm, Yummy. No, never. Just pop, pop them in the air fryer. You're so good to good. go, baby. Um, so yeah, ham goo, I, I really enjoyed it. I've been making a lot of bread at home too and it's a slow and steady oh, yeah. process
0: to get better and better over time.
1: Yeah, it's just like fermentation. Like some some things when if you want them to come out right, it, you just have to be patient. It takes a lot of time Patience and a lot of love Patience is not effort. my virtue,
0: Vincent Fodi. I'm right. a very impatient, unorganized, sloppy individual.
1: Um, also, so let's talk about the the restaurant Okay, it's such a good restaurant that they call it The Restaurant. That's so how you know it's This good. is The Restaurant at Hotel Wailea. Hotel Wailea doesn't allow any kids. You know it's good. Oh, first of all, that would be worth the price of admission alone, just if if they had a restaurant that did not have any kids. Usually when places say adults only, it's
0: going to be like trashy and nudity and stuff, and I like nudity, <laughs> but I wish there was just more places that were adults only because children suck, yeah. and families of children Suck! I don't want to be around that.
1: Yeah, like nothing's worse than when you're trying to have like a romantic dinner and there's like a screaming kid in the <laughs> background. <laughs> take your kids outside. Take, the them, take them. Take them over taking, to coconuts are or whatever.
0: Different turns. Yeah. Me, me,
1: don't me. take them to a fancy restaurant.
0: No. Um,
1: but not only does Hotel Wailea have, not only is it super romantic, no kids. It also has one of the one of the most beautiful views on the island. Yes. And there's no kids. We've established I've this. never had. A bad meal there. I've never had a bad food item there. No, never. So right now they're doing a prefix menu, and they had a couple different choices of what you can choose from each course. Did you get the knock here at the risotto? I got neither of those. We got the beet salad. Oh, so if you, if, you get the, if you get the prefix menu, mm-hmm. instead of getting two desserts, if two people get it, if you don't want a dessert, you can get two appetizers. What? Which is unbelievable. They let you get two appetizers instead of a dessert. And so we opted to get two appeti- three appetizers, two entrees and one dessert, to split for two people. So we got the beet salad, we got pork belly, which is mm. possibly the best pork belly I've ever had. We also got a stuffed quail, which is stuffed with like cornbread stuffing, nice, it's like cornbread and chorizo stuffing. The little
0: quail little quail arms and legs. This' is so stuff. cute.
1: Yeah. We also got I got the lamb shank, which is one of the biggest lamb shanks I've ever had. mm-hmm which was absolutely fantastic. Diana got the scallops. Oh yeah. And then we got a little calamansi pie for dessert. And I got a whistle pig rye on the rocks as my drink. We both got some glasses of champagne. And I also got one more thing. I got engaged. Oh my lord! Yeah, so spoiler alert, I did get engaged. Everything comes full circle, man. And so it was uh, It was a very romantic, very beautiful night, and a good time was had by and all. And you've
0: been with her for five, six weeks now, it's incredible. Five,
1: six weeks, yes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been incredible. a whirlwind wow. of a relationship. Yeah.
0: Great, one day you'll know <laughs> her middle name.
1: Uh all girls only have one of two middle names. It's either it's either Marie or Elizabeth. There's only two girl it's middle all, names all they can be. <laughs> and so my sister is Elizabeth. That's how I remember that Diana is Marie. Okay. So <laughs> that's yes. that's how I that's the mnemonic device I used to remember right. my girlfriend's middle name because it's not my sister's middle name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right you ready for spoiler alert i am vincent Fodi, and i know you're excited too because it's been a wild week it's in been the world of
1: entertainment such a wild week uh we should also mention that gluttony, or that uh spoiler alert is brought to us by chris tucker's mattresses get tucked in when you're tuckered out
0: spoiler alert is underwritten in part by jason bateman's fishing supplies a master fisherman needs a
1: master bateman and of course Spoiler alert, would not be possible without support from Pierce Brosnan's earrings. From golden eye to golden ear, get pierced with Pierce Brosnan's earrings. So much in the world of entertainment right now, man. And Benedict Cumberbatch's pack mules get unencumbered. Get unencumbered, Chuck. Unencumbered. With Ben, <laughs> with Benedict Cumberbatch's pack mules. I'm always cumbered, and I need to be unencumbered. All right, so the, uh, let's... Let's start off with some with some Fast and the Furious news. As I know you love Chuck, right? Aren't you so excited? You ha- knew it, man. Have you heard about you the the latest Fast and Furious news? No. So, Fast and Furious announced that Jason Momoa, local boy, friend of the show, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Of Jason Momoa's lawnmowers. <laughs>
0: They mow your lawn, and then they mow your lawn.
1: Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> Jason Momoa, uh, he is going to be the villain in Fast and the Furious 10. Whoa. Which, uh, that's th- big news, actually. Which, as we mentioned before, I think is going to be two parts. Like, they, they all, on- they're, they're only going to do 10 Fast and the Furious movies, but Fast and the Furious 10 is going to be two part movie. <laughs> Somehow, they're going to kill Billet, I think. Um, So we're all looking forward to that. And then if you need to get caught up on your Fast and Furious joke, as I know you do.
0: part one through nine also just essentially one movie then, too? (laughs) I I guess so. So how many movies could they seriously make?
1: Uh, I don't know. I guess. So (laughs) you could just consider all the Fast and Furious movies so far to be part one through ten of (laughs) Of, one of the first Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's a quite an interesting character arc throughout that entire movie. One movie. It's throughout that one Fast and Furious one movie. movie. But if you need to get caught up on your Fast and Furious, Chuck, uh, you can use my HBO account to watch Fast and Furious 9, which is available on HBO now. Oh. So if you haven't seen HBO uh, Fast and Furious 9, that's available to watch on HBO. That's where they really go into space. Also, uh, Better Call Saul, season 5. Is going to be available to stream on Netflix All right, starting. What was the spoiler for season
0: four? How did season four
1: end? Season four ends with uh, Gus Fring and uh, Mike getting together and like working together. So Gus Fring was the
0: uh, El Polo Loco
1: chicken and also kingpin. Yeah. From and her. then also Nacho is like trying to take over the reins, and so he's fighting against that other guy that they brought in to like run the show. Okay. Um. So. Man, Better Call Saul season six is going to be premiering April 18th. So if you need to get caught up on season five before season six airs, it'll be available on Netflix April 4th. Also, did you see the new South Park? Oh, with Russia?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so not the one that's coming tonight. Right. All right, so guys, I know I want to tell you to always listen to the Biscuits and Groovy show. And I want to tell you that you should always be listening to KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. The voice of gravy. I want you to go watch the South Park episode before it gets banned, because I do not know. And of all, it's already things, banned in China. Out of all the things the South Park episode has done, and they've done over the years, I don't understand. And this episode is very funny, but I don't understand how this episode is not banned yet.
1: Why? Wow, what do you What do you think was ban worthy? Like banned in America or banned by Vladimir Putin? But banned and yeah, banned in other countries
0: or taken off the air here.
1: Yeah, they did make a reference to Vladimir Putin having a small penis or that his penis is not working anymore. They made
0: the whole episode was dedicated to Vladimir Putin not having a working penis.
1: Um, and also, Butters participating in dressage, which is one of my favorite which Olympic sports. Which is like horse dancing. It is. It's horse prancing. Yes. Yeah. So, if so you're, spoiler if alert. If you're not a dressage Butters fan. Butters'
0: pony keeps pooping and then gets an and actual humping. erection penis, which they show... In right. all of its glory, and this is
1: the first time we've seen Butters riding a horse with a giant penis since the Game of Thrones episode <laughs> yes. so many seasons ago. They really tied it in. Yes, <laughs> so this is a it, a, a recurrence. The of noise, Butters. The it's like the slide whistle noise. <laughs>
0: yeah, <that> when, <laughs> when the pony gets hard. Yes, and then impales the
1: Russian horse pony. So was it also Mitt Romney that had the dressage horses? Yes or was that uh, what's his name windsurfer guy Uh, uh, John Kerry no I think it was oh John Kerry John Kerry ketchup boy ketchup (laughs) ketchup boy Uh, no I think it was Mitt Romney who had the dressage horse and they're like nothing says out of touch rich Mormon guy like owning dressage horses
0: I mean, if you're rich, bro.
1: But basically, the theme of the show—they did a lot of '80s nostalgia, and they're talking about like Red Dawn and Mr. Mackey is like—they made a lot of references to the Matthew Broderick movie War Games. I loved
0: it, by the where way,
1: where he he breaks into uh, the the U.S. defense system by using like an old DOS computer with floppy hard disks. Which was super funny. I love that movie with Matthew Broderick, War Games, where he where the computer has to play tic tac toe until it kills itself, until it kills itself and doesn't start a nuclear war.
0: Yeah, which is what's happening now, by the way, guys. Yes, tic tac toe. Yes, there's a big tic tac toe
1: game going on down at um, NORAD.
0: Better get your biscuits before (laughs) the tic tac toe game ends.
1: And so yeah, there's just a lot of really cool like 80s nostalgia references that they made. The message
0: Um, of the episode is that people are feeling nostalgic for the. 80s so they want to relive the Cold War again even though you always remember the good parts you don't remember the bad parts
1: right and then his mom explains to him like we were we were really afraid back then and it wasn't as good as as uh, people remember it yeah and also the fact that like when people get older they want to relive the olden days because their their penis isn't working and And so and that's why Vladimir Putin Vladimir Putin yes that's why Vladimir Putin is trying to reignite the Cold War uh also, I've been watching a couple of the uh, the Oscar nomination movies. Ooh,
0: big Oscar so buzz this last year. Last week
1: we talked about Coda, the movie Coda, which is an a- an acronym which stands for Children of Deaf Adults. It's also a, uh, play a music of words, term. a double yeah. entendre, because Coda is a music term, a double entendre. And so Coda was really good. I also this week I watched Being the Ricardos never heard of it. Nicole, uh, Nicole Kidman plays Lucille Ball. Okay. Oh,
0: right. Yeah.
1: Javier Badim plays, uh, Ricky Ricardo.
0: I love Javier.
1: Or Desi Arnaz. Yeah. His name's not Ricky Ricardo. Not in real life. life. And so I got to say they were both really good at it and they both received Oscar nominations for best lead actress and best lead actor. Some people didn't enjoy it. And, uh, I, t- I just want to say that I think they, that they both did a really good job. And people are like, she doesn't even sound like Lucy. And it's like she's not playing Lucy from the I Love Lucy show. She's playing Lucille Ball in real life. And so there's a little bit of a separation between the two characters. But overall, she did a great job. And the movie kind of is – it kind of talks about how she got accused of being a communist, which I didn't even know this happened in real life. She got accused of being a communist and well, their, she did have red hair. their career almost ended overnight because they got yes because she had red hair i think that's what did it for them and i her uh, naked that's what i call the red scare yeah and also i didn't know this but they so they were getting nightly like every time the i love lucy show aired they were getting like 60 million viewers
0: that's incredible for which which is incredible now. that's
1: incredible not only is that incredible now those are like super bowl numbers especially adjusted for inflation that was like half of the country's population like more than half of the country was tuning in and watching her and watching the same show once a week like those are um like bonkers numbers
0: <laughs> Almost as good as the biscuits and gravy Yeah, show.
1: imagine if you were if you were doing something that had Super Bowl viewership every week. That's insane to think about. Every single week. Yeah, she was like the, mean, she was Super like Bowl, the biggest other Super. She Bowls. was like the biggest star in the world. It's crazy. Uh, so and she was a communist. So check out *Being the Ricardos*. Also *Nightmare Alley*, which was directed by Guillermo del Toro. So, is that a remake or what? No, it's because uh, there's another. It's, it's available on Hulu if you want to watch it. I didn't have much interest in watching it, but then I did break down and watch it because somebody told me it was good, and I actually really enjoyed it. It's about a guy who's like a mentalist. Okay. Um, kind of like what was the name of that guy? The Mentalist. The Mentalist. <laughs> where uh, a crossing over that guy. Right. Yeah. Where it's it's a guy who's like a cold reader. He learns how to do cold reading, and then he starts uh, he starts doing it professionally, uh, and then he gets involved with this lady who's a psychologist, and then there's a big twist at the end. So. Um, it's actually a pretty cool movie. So if you're a Guillermo del Toro fan, definitely check that out. I don't think it's going to win Best Movie, but I, I definitely did enjoy it. I don't know about that
0: because there's nothing that the Hollywood elite like more. Well, other than Eating Children. Um, but the second thing that the Hollywood elite like the most is film noir and movies about like – like the nineteen fifties, forties, thirties. Oh yeah. Like the
1: olden time. Right. Didn't yeah. that uh that Citizen Kane movie won last year? They love year? it. They love that stuff. Yeah. Man. So it's not exactly noir like film noir, but it is like Carnival kinda oh okay f- kind of vibe to it. So check out Nightmare Alley if you have Hulu. Uh also, speaking of Hulu, the new Futurama, they finally got John DiMaggio. Oh, Bender! So, so, would have
0: gone on quite the Bender. They
1: gave John DiMaggio the money was he was asking for. No mo
0: money, mo episode. So
1: he's getting that. He's getting that sweet, sweet dough. And Futurama is going to be rebooted yet again. It's like the fourth time that has been thing, though, that has been re-picked up after being canceled.
0: I I would say I would agree with you, Vincent that the m- movies they broke up, in the miniseries were better than the rehash seasons.
1: Right. Um. So I, I did like the movies, uh, and I didn't love too many of the rebooted seasons, but there are some good episodes in there, so maybe we'll get some good content out of it. I'll give it a chance. I'm just not completely stoked. I don't think it's ever going to be as good as it was back in the day.
0: Also, though, it's your memory. You only remember the good times. I was watching a lot of the old, old, old episodes of Futurama, yeah. and a lot of those jokes rely heavily on the punchlines being, oh, you're a man... Doing something feminine, you're gay. Yeah, you're you know what? Gay. That's true. I do you're remember gay. I
1: do remember there being a lot of content that would be considered homophobic now. Um and it was more
0: time, like, I think over COVID
1: now. I did a Futurama rewatch and I do remember it not holding up as well as uh-huh. I thought it did. Yeah. Um yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff that despite being about the future. Uh, they didn't they didn't quite see some of the homophobia nope. not so holding up So you
0: right here first folks little f- homophobic which makes
1: Vince butt hurt <laughs> Um also on Hulu Pam and Tommy the oh! the last the final episode I'm of Pam and Tommy, Tommy aired last night the the show is just fantastic we have been singing its There's praise a since day penis one talking in the show Um and and what a penis it is my friends oh, so Lordy. if you haven't been watching pam pam and tommy what a fantastic show what a
0: fantastic penis the
1: whole thing is out now highly bingeable so i guarantee if you start watching one or two episodes you could binge the whole thing in one day possibly <laughs> i would not be surprised i watched like the first five episodes when i like the first day that i watched the first episode it's I'll, I'll it's milk them out it's just a fantastic episode um it, all right, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lampshade that. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Raised by Wolves season two, I've been watching. Raised How did by Wolves. Season two of that. I don't, well, they, well, spoiler alert. I remember at the end when they fly into the thing and they die. They didn't yeah. die. Oh. And so oh, the what? giant snake baby thing that she has is still alive. It's causing trouble, but they thought it was killing kids, but then it turns out it's an herbivore. I don't know. So Raised by Wolves is like, it's fun to watch, but it's also weird. When they I first heard
0: about that show, I'm like, they're making a TV show about this? What, are they going to make a TV show about Blade Runner? And then it turns <laughs> out they are making a TV show about Blade Runner.
1: I think Blade Runner would be a, it's a great concept for a TV show. Just because the idea of like tracking down androids... Um, it's just such a great concept. But the movies are already so good. Just leave them alone. Yeah, the movies are good. I don't know why they couldn't just call it something else. But then if they did call it something else, then they'd be like, oh, this is ripping off Blade Runner. I don't know. So but maybe I it's be just wrong. better to cash you know in on the IP. Fargo,
0: one of my favorite movies. But yeah. Fargo TV show, I think it's Just, just as good,
1: if not better. So it can be done, guys. As long as the original producers are still involved. Because the... the, the um, the Coen brothers being involved in the production of that, uh, also solidified it being good. I believe mm. I think it benefited a lot from that. Oh, also I got to talk about inventing Anna. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, we got time for one more show to spoil. Okay, so inventing Anna. Spoiler alert: she goes to jail, <laughs> and she only <laughs> went to jail for like three years. But if you haven't seen inventing Anna, it's it's a true story about this girl who was like a con artist who weaseled her way into like the the Manhattan high society and conned a bunch of people, and uh, it's just a really great show. It's produced by Shonda Rhimes, so it has that very a very Shonda Rhimes feel, if you know what I mean. You know Shonda Rhimes from. Uh, Grey's Anatomy oh, and you know uh, and Scandal. Oh, Scandal, all so, right. So the whole show has, the whole miniseries so has this very glossy ABC primetime drama feel to it. Oh, so but just like all shot of the Rhyme shows, it's captivating and hard to turn away from. Uh, just, a, just a fun romp from start to finish. Uh, the girl from Ozark, the blonde girl from Ozark who yeah, plays Ruth, favorite. is is my a star. Favorite. The girl from My Girl, who's also in Veep, she's also in it. She plays a journalist. Anders from Workaholics is in it. Definitely a fun show. The whole thing's available now on Netflix, so definitely check that Spoiler, out.
0: Spoiler: I'm rewatching, or I haven't seen season like four, five, six, and seven of Workaholics. I'm almost at the end of season six. Oh yeah. I think I know why I stopped watching. We're <laughs>
1: we're on that next week. It, it was just a, more of the same. Yeah. And uh, it's not that it was bad, it was just uh it was kind of like, all right, that's enough. Yep. Uh also speaking of Ozark, we got to mention the new season of Ozark is coming out April 29th. <sighs> and Obi-Wan is coming out May 25th, which as I suspected last week, it May 25th you, people is are wondering the release date of a new hope it is the release date of a new hope so it's going to be the 45th anniversary of the original Star Wars movie premiere that's why they chose May 25th instead of May the 4th which is Star Wars Day May the 4th be with you and if you're interested in in uh, the new Obi-Wan show I'm happy to announce that just this morning the trailer for the Obi-Wan show just came out I know what I'll be doing. Yeah, so it's available on YouTube now. Go check out the trailer. What, it's so fantastic! I'm so excited for the new Obi Wan show. It's gonna be amazing. New South Park tonight too. All
0: right, let's get into Chuck South Park. The knowledge All Buffalo. All right, Chuck
1: stuff. The knowledge buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest I'm Vince, I'm buffalo. I'm so in excited. In a You're
0: excited.
1: <sighs> Today's show is underwritten in part by David Spade Spades. Let Joe Dirt help you with yo dirt. And also by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's a rock lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> and our show could not be done without the lovely support of community-minded celebrities sponsors like Bruce Springsteen's String Beans
0: Grown in the USA
1: Alright our first question comes from Aaron in Camden, Ohio. Aaron wants to know Punch Buggy is a game where you punch someone after seeing what car? What is a Volkswagen uh, Beetle? That is correct. Punch Buggy no punch back! Mary in San Francisco wants to know the city of Da Nang is in what country? Da Nang Da Nang is in Vietnam? That is also correct. And our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles' hoof.
0: Woo, baby! When they did me in that golden gravy, they helped me by my feet.
1: Jeff in Wailuku asked this question. He wants to know, what 60s Green Bay coach led the Packers to victory in the first two Super Bowls? Uh, it was Joe Montana. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was Vince Lombardi. Oh, of course! Vince Lombardi was the legendary... 60s Green Bay Packers coach. And you're wearing green today. But you got two out of three, Chucks. Means that that's the end of our show. Question
0: reality, people. Is Biden deep faked? More on that next week. And a fantastic rosemary can biscuit, can biscuit can recipe.
1: Ooh, that sounds lovely. All
0: that and more tackling all the nine tailed foxes in the world. Check
1: out all of our previous episodes on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Look us up, Biscuits and Gravy 808. And on Stitcher, because we're really funny. And Amazon Music. And from me to you, hello! <laughs>